Chapter 1. Garzul There was the smell of fire, sweat, and fear in the air. It stung my nostrils as the smoke drifted into my eyes. Bodies were pressed up against me, pushing me forward until the cold steel of the enemy ship was jammed into my legs. I turned round and looked at the troops under my command. They were all staring at me with wide, expectant eyes, waiting to hear their orders. Inside the enemy ship, the natives were becoming restless, nervous, and angry. I could hear them shouting, could sense the terror that was emanating from them. Seeing a nearby rock, I climbed on top to address my regiment. They looked up at me as though I was a god, and for the most fleeting of moments, I felt as though I was. "'Shock troopers!' I shouted with my rifle held high over my head. The youngest were lined up in front of me, their blue, baby-faced naivety more evident now they were about to be thrust into the danger zone. I took a deep breath and parted my lips, ready to say the inevitable word that would lend at least one of them to their immediate death. "'Shock troopers! Advance!' They charged the ship, the door flying off its hinges in a hail of gunfire. The enemy troops were unprepared and, out of sheer fear, flung themselves at the regiment with their limbs flailing. Shots were fired, blood sprayed the air, and bodies hit the ground. I could smell the death in the air, but I had little time to dwell on it. We were inside the ship. The horror and carnage now in front of my face made the reality loud and clear. My heart hammered in my chest, while my mouth was as dry as the desert. The wind kicked up dust around us. There was screaming everywhere, and the agonized shrieks of dying men as bullets penetrated their bodies. Then the bone-crushing sound of the metal surging through their limbs rang in my ears. Chapter 2. Karina The sound of the water was deafening. It went on forever. It lived in my head and never ended. All night, long after I had left the mine, I would put my head down and still hear the jets and mills as the great gushing waves of water cascaded down over the rocks. At times, it sounded like white noise and lulled me to sleep as it serenaded me from the recesses of my mind. At other times, it was a never-ending nightmare, one that refused to let me sleep. The sound of the water was going to kill me someday. It would drive me insane. Toiling in the mine was not a glamorous or lucrative life, but it was mine, and it was all I ever knew. My parents and their parents were water miners too, collecting gallons every day for its distribution into space. I had often joked that there was no blood in my veins, only water. No one ever found it funny, because to be a water miner meant that no laughter could exist in your life. It meant no freedom, no fun, no health or free time. You mined for your survival. You mined until your legs broke beneath you from the weight of the barrels. You mined until you worked yourself crazy. You mined until you died young. Standing at the bottom of the mill, I was trying to haul a large barrel of water down the ramp, my fragile limbs struggling to hold me upright. My legs buckled. I cried out in pain. Looking up for help, I looked across the cavern for another miner to help me, but no one was looking. They were all staring straight ahead at their own tasks, knowing that if they tried to help me, they would be persecuted. The barrel rolled away from me and tumbled down the ramp before cracking on the floor below. No! I ran toward it, but it was too late. The water leaked out across the floor, flooding the cavern as it flowed in between my bare toes. You! One of the masters pointed at me, 